0: Hey
1: everybody, welcome back. That was such a quick welcome back to Three Dads Talking My Anime. It is another week here. It is a normal week. Nothing crazy's happened too crazy i'm just... <laughs> ben's grimace i'm chest, a.k.a. chest who else is with me today
2: i'm cold
0: and i'm ben
1: yep, yep yep yep. well i lied uh craziness has happened i went to japan what for two weeks. yeah you did yes just go ahead and lay that out there no oh. beating around the bush I'm going to ask what y'all did for 2 weeks because frankly I went to Japan. Yeah. What are yeah, we it, like it really doesn't matter even. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure y'all did some fun stuff and we'll talk about it on a totally different episode. But um yeah, <laughs> no just no we won't. Um I have some scripted notes which I already told y'all about so I can just jump into those and just start telling you some stuff or if do y'all have any preliminary questions cuz Obviously, I didn't go for any reason except for this podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You imagine I went to Japan just to make observations for a hobby podcast that has, like, minimal listening to to it. Uh, Hey. Worth it? It was worth it. Thousands (laughs) of dollars later, it was still worth it. (laughs) Just kidding. Anyway. It came
3: came out of our budget. So I went to Japan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All those viewer, the viewerships and the Patreon supporters that we will have one day, we're we're banking against credit. It's a credit to our budget that we're gonna have one day. Yep, that's yeah. good financing, right? You, hey, go against. It's like a loan, a lien. What do they call it? A lean. Yeah, in the, the banking the, world, it's the yeah.
0: American way. Do... Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah, That's for sure. If we had Johnny on here, we could ask him to run the numbers.
1: That's true. We could oh, run yeah. the numbers. Speaking of it's the American way, great segue, Cole. Because I found out you can't use credit the same way in Japan. This is bonkers to me. This is how credit should be. You have to pay off your balance every month. If you if you use a credit like a credit card, you have to pay it off every month. You can't oh, carry yeah. it over. Oh, so you can't accrue okay. debt. You can you can pay it. This is this is bonkers to me. You can pay an extra fee to have the ability to carry your credit over so you can pay money to get into debt. Mm. That's okay. how it should be because then people wouldn't get into debt, uh, but- They still would. They probably still would. Yeah, They would, yeah. <laughs> they would pay the fee, they would pay the fee. Um, but yeah, so that was a weird thing that I learned That's, about oh, that. That sounds exactly like the interest on a credit card. <laughs> yeah but that one you don't really think about like you're you're like oh I'm, <laughs> oh so I'm it's more it underhanded off. is what and you're so saying i see it <laughs> it is interesting the interest on a credit card is way more underhanded than paying a fee up front hmm. plus it's a flat fee whereas interest will grow with your your carryover that's fair um and your rate could increase anyway that's the probably one of the least interesting things that people want to know about japan um, but yeah, I went to Japan for two weeks, went and visited some friends over there. Uh, we stayed with like two different families that we knew. We visited Tokyo, which we'll talk about Tokyo. It is humongous. Um, but we also went up north to... Do y'all remember about 12 years ago, massive uh, tsunami, terrible, terrible tragedy that happened around the world uh, started in Japan. The tsunami like spread out. It's okay if you don't. It's 12 years ago. But it was... a. Uh, it was a big, big deal in
2: Japan. Yeah, chest. I don't know like <clears throat> you talk about the one that hit the nuclear power plant. That one?
1: No. Okay. I don't think so. All
2: right, never mind I mean, then. I guess
1: maybe, but I, I don't think so. No. Anyway, <laughs> that was the northern town that we went to. So we went to this town that, like, twelve years ago, was hit by the tsunami. They're still doing recovery work from it. It's horrible. Wow, it was horrible. The town's fine. Like the town is is up and running and recovered, but there's still people in like temporary housing and all this stuff. That was probably the saddest thing. Uh, but beautiful town, beautiful people. They were very very hospitable in that town. Um, and yeah, so I spent two weeks, about a week and a half in Tokyo and a half a week up north, and I did some very fun stuff, very fun stuff. But I won't talk too too much about the whole trip at large. Maybe I'll throw in some random facts will stick to more like anime stuff because that's what the podcast is about. Um, I also have my wife contribute to this notes Ooh. because she might've observed some things that I did not. First and foremost, let's start with a list because lists are what we love. Here. We do. We really do. So I kept a tally, not of how many anime ads that I saw, but how many unique ads I saw and of what animes they were. So, like, if I saw a drink drink vending machine and there was an ad on it, I would count that as one, even if I saw that vending machine like six hundred times. Um, so here we go. I'm gonna just list, and y'all think of stuff that you want to talk about. I saw, or do y'all want to guess? Do you want to guess numbers? All of the numbers are under ten. If that if that would help you. So, from a number between one and ten, how many Attack on Titan ads did I see?
2: Four. 10.
1: <laughs> only one. I only oh. saw the cell phone ad, which was the funniest ad that I saw. It was jarring <laughs> to look holding...
2: at. I, <laughs> I was laughing and <laughs> cringing at the same time.
3: <laughs>
2: Titans
1: holding and Levi holding cell phones yeah. was probably the funniest one. Um The the Aaron one. How got many me. demons slit? Yeah, the Aaron one was pretty good.
2: He's all determined, but like how many... I'm thinking about genocide, but I got my smartphone.
1: I got my smartphone. Yeah, he's, he's ready to go. That one was on a vending machine. How
2: many Demon Slayer ads did I see? Four. Nine.
1: You're very close, both of you. It was six, so in between. Yeah, ben was How many Fire good. Force ads? <laughs> I know he was. He was much closer. How many Fire Force ads did I see? Two. I was actually surprised I saw Fire Force ads. Four. Colb is right. It was two. Oh. Okay. But I was How close. Many... You were close. <laughs> How many SpyX family ads I see?
2: Four. Is that including toys?
1: Uh, no, I don't count like toys and like merch. Okay. This was an uh, ad for a different product eight. using an anime. Three. So Ben was still oh, close. Yeah. How many blue lock ads did I see?
2: We haven't watched that oh. show.
1: Uh, I'd say one.
2: Three. One. Good job, Ben. Ah, ben. Huh. You're killing me. How many me. detective
1: <laughs> Conan ads did I see? <laughs> How many
0: Ooh, what?
2: That's a that's De- that's a timeless detective one. Detective so Conan. I'm gonna guess Ooh. six.
0: Oh, that's this is embarrassing. I don't even know what that is.
1: Uh, Four. (gasps) Two closer. Okay, this one's not strictly an anime, but this is for Ben. How many Street Fighter ads do I see? Ooh, fun. Because I did see a number. I almost gave it away. (laughs) Uh,
2: Four. One. I love it.
1: It was one. It was on a cup (laughs) of noodles. There was a hey. cup of noodles, and I I like the delving in it? the convenience store. Um, I can't even remember. I have to look for the picture. I'm pretty sure I took a picture. Mm. How many Code Geass ads did I see? Zero one. Uh, two. Okay, if I if I wrote it down, cold. <laughs> at at <laughs> least it one could trick. <laughs> It
2: could be a trick question. I don't know. It could be. <laughs> I'm a trick. sticking with zero. I
1: saw one. I saw oh. one. Hi, still close. <laughs> yeah, still close. How many one piece ads did I see? Five.
0: Ooh, I was gonna say that. For once, I wasn't gonna say four. Um, four,
1: <laughs> three. Been still close. <laughs> you know who had the most one piece ads? McDonald's. McDonald's has oh. one piece ads, yeah, and that shows them. me they have money. Because One Piece was everywhere in terms of like merch and stuff. Yeah. Um, My Hero Academia. Oh. Let's
0: see. It's probably 60. below
2: five since none have broken that barrier. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to guess two.
1: I'll go with four. That's such condescension. <laughs> uh, two. Yeah. Is nice. Perfect. Nice. How many? Okay. Last Two. How many Chainsaw Man ads did I see? Um, that's
2: fairly one. new.
1: Three. You're factual. It was one. Good job. Uh, and last but not least, how many Tokyo Revengers ads did I see?
0: Oh, no Naruto?
2: I'm going to guess we'll talk two. talk about that in a second. Two Tokyos. I'll
0: Revengers. go with uh, one.
2: It was two. Oh. Good job, Cole. Thanks. So,
1: Ben, I really was sad for you. <gasps> no. Um, I didn't see Naruto anywhere. Stop it. Now, they, they have a whole <laughs> theme park. And obviously, there's like a whole anime and nerd center in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. But like this, is, I was just living in the normal parts of Tokyo with my host families and the normal parts of Japan. And so, like, this is just. Walking about your day, going in convenience stores, seeing billboards. No Naruto. I have a theory. A lot of these are newer or had something new coming out. Like Detective Conan had a new movie coming out, so there mm-hmm. was stuff for that. Um, Fire Force is not that old. I guess I was still a little like I was. I was not expecting Fire Force. I'll be honest. So it's a little bit popular there. Oh, the one that won everything. Pokemon is everywhere. Everywhere. Everyone loves Pokemon. I'm okay Adults with that. Love Pokemon. That's fine. Grandmas, fathers, sons, moms, daughters, they all go to the arcade and play Pokemon. That's great. They love it. I love it too. The one that made me the most excited though, this was not an ad for a product. This was an ad for the content, was in the biggest Shibuya Crossing, which is like that massive crosswalk that everyone goes to downtown. It's like the Times Square of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I did go to that at night. One time, and there was a massive, massive billboard for Sakamoto Days. I was very, very excited to see that because it's just a manga; it's not even an anime.
2: Yeah, I don't. I can't remember so if you sent it to both of us or just me, but I got a picture of that. Oh, I loved it. Mm. I sent. I think I sent it to the group. I don't no.
3: think
1: I sent anything to just one of y'all. That'd be like cheating on y'all. How would I do that? Right.
2: Um. I guess. That's-
1: yeah. So. I'm just gonna read off some observations that I had that were related to anime. If y'all have a question or like want to know more, just like interject. So, the settings of Japan are very much like an anime. Like it was bizarre walking around streets, and in particular, I would see like schoolyards. I didn't actually go into school, but I'd see like the front of a school, or like I'd look into a courtyard and see like all the the like. You know, in Haikyu, um, how like they have the overhangs? They walk between the gym and yep, stuff. Yep. That those were everywhere. Like the settings are super accurate, and it okay, was kind of so... weird because it made
2: sense to my brain when I was walking around. So you, did, did so sense? in like residential areas. I'm thinking of like Bleach and other shows where mm-hmm. there's like thin mm-hmm. streets, and they have like the walls that separate the street yep. from. They have that too.
1: Um, probably not the walls as much as
2: this. It's just the
1: streets are thin. Take, think more like Tokyo Revengers streets. You know, like when they're walking yeah. around the streets in Tokyo Revengers. Mm
3: hmm.
1: That's kind of what it looked like. OK. Yeah. And like how I don't know if this makes sense, but you know how like you remember at the very beginning of Bleach when there's like the telephone pole with like the offering to the person who died. Mm hmm. Like that's how stuff looks like. There's like water bottles around telephone poles and like little shrines everywhere. And it's just interesting. Like I didn't feel weird walking around Japan because a lot of these settings you are very artistically drawn. And actually I do remember watching a documentary one time where like a manga artist, he would go to the city and like take pictures of scenes to put into his manga. And I was like, "Oh, that's fascinating. That makes sense. If you just need a background, you you just pull from what's in existence." So that was fascinating. Uh, this is the opposite of anime. It is silent in public. So trains, just traveling across the street, nobody is talking loudly. Nobody's goofing off. Nobody is speaking like to their friends at loud pace, like how Americans speak yeah. every day. It's just super, <laughs> super quiet. Um, my one year old got shushed, like shh, by a grandma on a tra- on a bus. <laughs> um, she got upset that my one year old was, she wasn't even crying. She was just babbling. And she, like, was mad that she couldn't, wow. she was sitting behind in front of her. And she turned around and shushed her. And I almost laughed because I was like, I could understand if you were shushing, like, my six year old, but a one year old grandma, like, I don't right. think she's going to pay attention. Did hey, here's you here's a test? Did you shush her back? I did. I was like, "Shh, yeah," because her shush was very loud. Um. <laughs> so I was, I was, uh, I was talking with one of our friends. Um. She's from. She's Japanese. I was asking her about anime, and I was asking her what it's like growing up with anime and stuff. And she, we talked about it like this. Uh, so I'm just going to read you kind of some notes that I took from our conversation. Anime. Is just a part of culture, so it's everywhere, but it's not like everyone is obsessed with it. Like There's massive stores, and there's whole sections of Tokyo dedicated to anime and all that stuff, but it's not like every Japanese person likes that, just like how every American doesn't necessarily like football. Is there football stuff everywhere? Do football people like sports and athletes do ads? Are there sports meccas you can go to? Yeah, but not every American is a huge football fan, all although right. probably the number Good. of adult... Uh, adults, um, Americans are. There's probably more adult Americans that are football fans than adult people that are fans of anime in Japan. Um, but that's just like sports in America; it's everywhere, so it's just normal. It's more popular with specific people. In this case, it's more popular. Anime is more popular with youth and kids. Um, but there's options for everybody if you like that. So there's more intense anime for adults, obviously. Um, the one thing that is everywhere is. Pokemon. Everybody loves that. Uh, There's arcade games. There's things that people will just play together. Um, Our host's Cousin, came and she was super disappointed because she's super into anime and cosplay. And she went to a part of the city in Tokyo that is famous for cosplay. And shocker, everyone was not dressed in cosplay. (laughs) Everyone was just going about their normal day to day work and school operations and she was very disappointed because everyone was not decked out in anime attire and colorful hair so if you're expecting japan listeners to just be colorful and full of anime everywhere probably gonna be disappointed (laughs) uh which i already knew that so i I wasn't disappointed but my host cousin was um so that was fun that was a fun conversation um i'm gonna keep going unless you all interrupt me uh powell made an observation that i asked about i asked a few japanese people about this and they actually kind of agreed to some level anime seems to display a level of emotion and expression that is absent in normal culture and that people can live vicariously through tv so this actually happens uh probably less than it or it does happen in anime but it happens in game shows so in america when we do game shows, it's like, oh, colonel you're going to go on this game show and you're going to win money. That's fun. Americans love to win money. They love to go on game shows. They love to compete. Japanese people love to watch celebrities go on game shows. And my friend who's Japanese, she was observing like it might be because we're not comfortable in those situations where we have to express more emotion or like really put ourselves out there. But celebrities get paid to do that. They get paid to show emotion and like be more of themselves, whereas in everyday culture, you're pretty reserved. So that was a fascinating thing. Uh, Thinking that anime is expressing something that is just completely absent in everyday life in Japan. Uh, The less, the rest are a lot less um, long. So, they're just more sn- snippets. A lot. That was actually like, like a whole conversation I just reiterated. <laughs> um, so Kolb you know the little delivery cars that he rides the pizza delivery that he rides around in in a race? Yeah. The little scooter. Those exist. Yeah. They're phenomenal. They're pretty Boy. fun. They have like two wheels in the back and then one wheel in the front. It's like this little moped that people are driving around delivering <laughs> their McDonald's. It's pretty cool. Um, okay. Y'all, y'all have all been to a big city in the States, right? Both of you have been at least to Chicago. Yep. Yes. Okay. Y'all heard car honking there, correct? You probably heard Never. honking of vehicles. Not, That's unfortunate. not yet. This no. ruins my statistics.
2: Americans don't honk their horns.
1: They don't as much, but they do a lot of other places <laughs> in the world. In Japan... So in, in Bogota, they honk a lot. <laughs> he just played that
2: completely straight. straight no comment on that. <laughs> I did.
1: <laughs> um, no, you go to a big city, you expect to hear lots of noise pollution, like honking and just screeching of stuff. Again, so quiet in Japan. I heard in two weeks in the one of the biggest cities in the world, in Tokyo, I heard three cars honk their horns. And most of the time it was to like, avoid an accident, not just because they were upset. Three car honks. That was very bizarre. Um, there's no jaywalking in Japan. Nobody jaywalks. Everybody waits for the light. It could be 11.40 p.m. And the light is red, and they will wait at the crosswalk to cross that street. Wow. Every time. I saw one jaywalker. It was a six-year-old boy. And everybody, like, shame stared at him as he's doing this. Like, how <laughs> dare How dare you break the rules? Well, what happens? They're very big on structure.
2: What happens in anime when people cross the street without waiting for that sign?
1: They They usually get get struck
2: by a yeah something. They usually get struck (laughs) by because you're not supposed to
1: jaywalk. (laughs)
2: Right? It's like nobody is expecting shows jaywalk. Yeah, that's how so many shows start. It's some little kid running in the street Mm -hmm. and getting hit by a car
1: yep Mm -hmm. it's always in slow motion Mm -hmm. yep this one threw me for a loop um because with with (laughs) little little children you acquire a lot of trash right your kids are always eating something or like if you have little children you might be changing a diaper uh unless you just let them run around in dirty diapers which is terrible parenting um there are no trash cans in Tokyo, slash Japan, there's no
2: public trash cans. Isn't that bizarre? Oh man, what do you do? You carry a bag with you. You hold on to it. That's yeah, not, you do. That's not just Japan. That's uh, many countries in Europe too. Really? There's just no. There's no public service to collect trash. Oh, it's it was it threw me off,
1: man. You just
0: you, I'm there, glad you, you knew are, that. That's fun. You
2: are expected to hold on to your trash until. Yeah. You, you know, yep. And
1: despite that, the streets were spotless. Like when I would go out into the city, I could count on like one hand the amount of trash that I saw. And it always was new looking, like it had been accidentally dropped out of someone's bag or something like that. Like it was never like it'd been sitting there for like two weeks. So that was that was very interesting. Um so this one plays into how you know how people will tell you oh, I don't watch anime to learn Japanese because that's not how people talk. Have you heard that before? Maybe I think I have from you. Probably from me. Um, (laughs) We're going to assume that I've said it. Yes. (laughs) So I've been I've been directly told that. I've heard a lot of Japanese teachers will they will actually tell you, like, sure, watch anime because exposure to any language is better than not than not having exposure to a language. But I get what they're talking about now. Because how I was explained was there's three levels of culture. Formal, informal, and casual. So formal is like when you're at work or when you're talking to a stranger. Informal is like if you go on a lunch break and you're talking to your coworkers, it might drop to an informal level if you're friends with your coworkers. Um, And then casual would be like if I'm talking to you guys or my family For a Japanese person, it'd probably just be family or like really, really, really like you were raised together friends. And then like with me and you guys, it would still be informal, which is kind of crazy. Um, But a lot of anime breaks way more into the informal and casual and like just kind of flows between language in a way that's not realistic. So I get what they're talking about. But at the same time, like now that I've listened to Anime being back here in the states, I have recognized more phrases because I was in Japan for two weeks, which is pretty cool. So, hmm. I would say keep watching anime if you enjoy anime. Sorry, Tim. I mean, if you're watching you, it in English, you
0: I'm cut out there. Hard. Can you say all that again?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really hope you're not serious. Um, I'm gonna keep going because I don't care if you are serious. Ah, <sighs> what was the last? Oh. These are about food. So convenience stores are huge in Japan, like 7-Elevens. 7-Elevens are everywhere. Nice. They're not gas stations, good to but hear. they're convenience stores. Good. Yeah, I know, right? I yeah. was actually kind of excited. I, I was like, that. oh, good job, 7-Eleven. You're staying around. But you can get, like, full meals at 7-Elevens, and they're they're amazing. Like, you can just get boxed lunches. You can get- What? like rice balls and you get noodles and you can get chicken. How like are rice chicken. balls?
3: How are the rice? Balls? Yeah, oh, that's so a great. Question.
1: They were one of my favorite things to eat there. Um, we ate them like almost every day. Wow. Is there more than lie. just
2: rice in there?
1: Oh, yeah, they all like I mean, they either. Okay. So Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen, one of my favorite characters, he talks in those ingredients, you know? Yeah. Bonito flakes is one of the things he says a lot,
3: <laughs>
1: and I love it. The, the simplest one is covered in Bonito flakes, which Bonito is a type of fish I found out. And I'm just saying it very American, uh, very English. Um, but that's a type of fish, and it's just like flakes of it, and then seaweed. But most of the time, they have something inside of the rice ball. So they had like a tuna mayo one. That one's actually pretty good. They had one that had egg in it, uh, salmon. Salmon a lot of lot of salmon uh, different a lot of different types of fish they had fish eggs so what is that called roe caviar it'd be like cod roe oh. um oh caviar yeah <laughs> um but the ones we would use to get is salmon and then tuna mayo i really like the tuna mayo okay that was a good one although yeah, they I... did they had a chicken and rice one that we got for our kids a lot
2: oh nice Nice. That that definitely shows my ignorance because when they make rice balls for shows, there's always truck backing up. <laughs> okay. Anyway, whenever I they close see... close the window. I know. <laughs> whenever they see it at the show, you're like, they're like, oh, this is so good. And I'm like, is, is it just rice? Are they just eating rice and they love rice that much? But apparently there's a whole bunch in there. So that's great. Ben, what do you think? Well, uh I actually
0: first want to hear what Chess thinks about that. Ch- Chess any uh any opinions? Okay, no, that's fine. Uh Cole, uh I guess I'll give my answer then. Um Okay, thanks. <laughs>
1: what did you ask Why I, I walked away. Oh, nothing. <laughs> Nothing, nothing, nothing. The the feedback that you probably heard was it started to rain. And as we know where I live, if it's raining, that's bad news for the
2: podcast.
3: We know that. It Our didn't sound know, like rain. Those, those yeah.
2: episodes will never be heard. That's true. From. We deleted those episodes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we deleted those episodes. Those never um, made up. Um, <laughs> did you have an actual question or were you just being facetious?
0: A uh, little of both. I actually don't even remember at this point. I just yeah, the moment I see you walk away, I'm like, okay, perfect. Um, yeah,
1: because I'm talking about Japan. <laughs> um, so very sad. Although it kind of became a, a point of like pride at, at the by the end of it, I refused to eat it. The one thing I couldn't eat in Japan because it, you can't eat it with children was ramen. I didn't have a single bowl of ramen in Japan. Isn't that really sad? Because you can't eat it with children? What do you mean? So if you go to a, I mean, there's restaurants that will kind of serve ramen. But if you go to a ramen bar, which is what I want to go to, like an actual place that's built for ramen, it's super fast. So you don't talk and eat ramen. Like you go in, you get your bowl, you eat really fast, and then you leave. Most of them that I saw, you would actually be standing up. You would order your food, they get it to you super fast, and then you would stand up and just eat it, and then you'd walk out. So you can't do that with a two-year-old and a one-year-old. And then at a family restaurant, if we got ramen, imagine a big old bowl of soup, but there's no child seats, and your two-year-old and your one-year-old's trying to grab all your food. So I didn't order ramen because <clears throat> I didn't want hot soup on, on my one-year-old, basically. So I didn't have any ramen. That is sad. My wife did, because she went she went out <laughs> without did. us and ate
2: ramen without me.
3: <laughs>
2: nice. Did you do? Um, did you do a lot of restaurants or like street vendor type thing, like those small those smaller shops?
1: Ooh, that's a good that's a good question. I did both. So there was a retreat that I went on with our organization, um, and. Uh, We went out in the evenings um, and did like street vendor stuff. Okay. But if I went out with families, we typically go to like a family restaurant. And um, that, it's not like a family restaurant here, like that has all you, you know, like all these different options. It would be, um, it's to be specialized. But it was geared more towards housing a whole family, if that makes sense. So we did go out to eat a lot because food is quite exp- Groceries are kind of are quite expensive in Japan, um, and it's almost just as about the same price to eat out. So we would eat, like with our hosts, it was easier just to go eat out. Really, and then if we wanted to eat by ourselves, yeah, and if we wanted to eat by ourselves, like a lunch or something, and they were, you know, out. At work or at school or something uh we just go to the convenience store and like grab stuff and bring it home and eat it so we still ate out but we weren't you know i mean we weren't cooking we never cooked for ourselves once our host cooked for us they would cook japanese dishes um or we would just go out to a restaurant and eat eat different foods mm. oh i'm hungry just thinking about it <laughs> my favorite my favorite restaurant was one of the very first restaurants we went to. It was basically a family restaurant. And so picture if you went to a Denny's, but everything is robotic. So you order via an iPad and then there's like a robotic waiter who has a cat face on his little iPad face <laughs> that brings your food to you. And then it shuttles away your dishes <laughs> when you're done. And then you you pay at a self-checkout machine, which wow. I w- I told everybody there, I was like, this would definitely not work in the States because some people might be honest, but so many people would just walk out and not pay. Because who's going to take a slip of paper and with nobody around checking you, scan your slip of paper and then yeah. pay for your meal after you've eaten it. That's why Americans have to pay first before <sighs> they get their food at fast food places.
0: You know, I feel like that <laughs> in itself is a great illustration of the differences between our two cultures is everything you've shared so far. I, I It's funny. I've never been to Japan and I have very little knowledge. But in my head, the words that come up when I think of Japan are like honor, respect mm-hmm. um, and Discipline. everything you've shared yes yes and that's everything like people being quiet um your one-year-old being shushed um your (laughs) um people following the rules and and this restaurant situation yeah that wouldn't that that wouldn't fly here at all all. (laughs) maybe with some Um, adults and some but yeah there's just be so many people that like well all right we're out of (laughs) here
1: yeah we're just gonna leave (laughs) um so kids are given a lot of responsibility there. Um, and you kind of see that in animes. I always wonder sometimes in these shows, I'm like, I guess they're just not showing the parents because that would slow down the plot. And I was like, mm, maybe they're not showing the parents because kids actually do live their lives in an in, like a very adult manner. Sometimes like they just do their stuff like like first graders walks to school by themselves. By, like in a group of them, just them, just kids. And maybe maybe like an older kid from the school, but that's it. They all meet at a park, their parents take them to the park, and then they all walk to school together. And they walk home by themselves. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Like it's crazy. Think of a first first yeah. grade school class at America and the level of responsibility you would give them. It'd be zero. Zero, zero responsibility That's <laughs> but there they took them all with multiple train transfers in tokyo to one of the biggest zoos and proceeded to say okay everyone get in groups of four this is like hundreds of kids getting groups of four what time is it all right in two hours please meet back here you all can disperse and go look at the animals unsupervised and they're just expected to come back for lunch. And they
2: all did it.
1: Wow. All of them. It's crazy. I was like, this is insane. So the kids are just given like this level of responsibility from such a young age that they they don't need to get shushed on a train because they know how
2: to act in public. So it's it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. So that so that anime stereotype where there's like a middle schooler whose parents are always gone on like work, yeah. work trips and he just lives by himself mm-hmm. for months on end. Like that's, a, uh, that's a he wouldn't thing. live by
1: himself, but <laughs> the, that stereotype that a middle schooler can take care of themselves. Yes. Mm. I would say that's true. They, they're not gone on for months on end, but the, the stereotype that the dad is barely involved is very true because men work from like 7am to like 9pm. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Kind of a problem. Um, oh, that sounds like judgment
2: one. of a different culture there, chest. <laughs> no,
1: didn't, <laughs> didn't judge nothing. No judgment there. <laughs> no judgment at all. Um, if you don't want to spend time with your family, that's fine. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, anyway. What was I about to say? Can I ask oh. a question? Yeah, please do. Uh, did you go to McDonald's there? I did. It was uh, my last meal in Japan. Yeah. I went to McDonald's. I was actually quite excited. How was it? Um, It was way better than the States. Oh, it was so good. That's great to hear. They, yeah, they have these teriyaki burgers or chicken, like chicken sandwiches. They're wow. Oh, so Oh, they're so good. So good. Um, I did get one thing just to try it because uh, it was, you know, it was kind of Japanese menu. So I was like, I'm going to try something different. Can't get in the States because the teriyaki burger, I was like, that's unique, but it's not so far off. You know what I mean? You could get something similar, probably somewhere in the States. But they had a burger that was the buns instead of being bread were were like molded rice patties, oh. very soft. They weren't like a hard like rice cracker, but it was like rice that they had molded into a bun. So it's very filling, very heavy, because you're eating two patties of rice and then a burger underneath it. Nice. Um but it was good. It wasn't my favorite by any means, but it was good. They had a basically it was a loaded baked potato. It was baked it was a potato and bacon in an apple turnover. Like they have the apple pies, but replaced the apple with Potato and bacon, so you could get a bacon potato pie, <laughs> seven apple pie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do they have the French fries, like the classic French fries?
1: Yeah. Okay, they good. Had the classic French fries. I was yeah. like, hey, what? French fries are the same. All right, good. Mm. Swear so you there. I saw I saw the Colonel from KFC dressed up in a in a samurai getup. Oh, that was fun. He was just standing in a mall, not the actual Colonel, but a statue of him disappointing, but I hoped it was the actual colonel. Um, so one thing that I did go over there to explore was so I asked my Japanese friends, I said, what is you guys, your guys' opinions um, slash what are Japanese people's opinions of Japanese food in America? And they said, well, because uh, the one, one of our friends, she's married to an American, so she's actually lived in the States, like 10 years or something and her her sons are like six and seven we stay with them they're awesome they love nintendo switch and they love playing mario mario is also massive
3: good massive
1: good they they were shocked i was actually proud they were shocked that i was good at smash brothers they're like you're actually pretty good and i was like thank you represent yeah i did beat i beat beat them once or twice played a few rounds I had to let him win. No, they definitely beat me. Right, um, right. right. Chest,
3: but, who's your character of <laughs> but
1: choice? Ah, uh, who did I play with? I played with Wolf and I almost won that one. Um, Wolf is like, is not one that usually people pick. Played with Link, did not win with that one. Um, Played with Samus, classic Samus. Mm-hmm. Really like Samus. Samus is classic. Classic Samus. And I played with Donkey Kong at one point, And I honestly can't remember which one I won with, just not Wolf. Didn't win with Wolf. Um, but mm-hmm. I asked them about food in, Japan, in the States. And they said, every Japanese person, myself included, that we've asked about this, that has seen a picture, or has tasted it, has said, that stuff looks or tastes quite good. But it's Chinese food. <laughs> That's what they said. It's Chinese food. (laughs) And I was like, really? And they said, yeah, like just the way it's prepared. And like we don't they don't do fried rice in Japan, Uh, like the brown fried rice that we eat. They don't do that. They do steamed white rice um, and very sticky rice, I guess. Um, The noodle, the type of noodles is typically not as as accurate. And again, this is like walk into an average American town's Japanese restaurant probably not like going to New York City and there's a Japanese high specialty bar that you're going to go to with like high end ramen. Right. It's probably going to be more authentic. This is just the place down the street from my house. It's called Ginza. The people there I know, I've known for years. They're not japanese and I ordered food as soon as I got back from there. And and even, <laughs> I know, I know, shocked. Yeah, men. edit that um, out. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they are awesome, and they know my family by name. But I've known f- I've I do know that they are not from Japan. Um, but I got yakisoba, which is just called fried. It's just fried noodles, and the noodles are Chinese noodles. They're not Japanese noodles. So there you go. But um, there is no hibachi in Japan. I asked the boys, the six and the seven year old, "What's your favorite American food that you guys love to get when you go to the states?" And they said we love to get hibachi, <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that was that was pretty humorous for me. They love hibachi and Chick Fil A, so oh, I was nice. very happy. Nice, very happy. I mean, the dad's from North Carolina, so you got to give it.
2: That. Oh, okay, that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, raised him right, raised him right. So that that was uh, that was very fun. Hibachi was their favorite American food. I thought that was hilarious. The, the last dominant, little bit dominant, on my list.
2: Hold on, sorry. Is the dominant flavoring get... or dishes very seafood-based? Oh, yes. Okay. 2,000%.
1: A lot of fish. Uh, I had you... squid jerky while I was over there. Ooh. That was fun.
2: Could you describe yeah. what
1: Basically, umami is?
2: Umami, oh,
1: flavoring. umami flavoring. I don't even know what that is. So, That's such a weird thing to describe. Umami flavor is this. Take your time. (laughs) That's a really tough one. Hey, you're the expert here now.
2: Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Between the three. This is when I, this is
1: when I, I add the disclaimer. None of my opinions are expert opinions. Listeners. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Um, Umami is a flavor. That was actually, I first learned about that flavoring when I was in the coffee world, but, It's, it's not sweet and it's not savory. So it's the best thing I could use to describe it is like, um, brothy taste or like mushrooms, you know, like how mushrooms
2: taste. Okay.
1: Mushrooms are very umami flavoring. They're this very, like, it's a very strong, but it's not like a distinct, like you can't say fishy. You know what I mean? Like fishy, and you're like, "Oh, I got it. I know exactly what you're talking about." Right? But if you if you say umami, it's like this blend of strong, but at the same time, not uniquely recognizable palates. And there's probably some chef out there that's cringing and like going to slice off my <laughs> tongue for <laughs> how I've described this. But I don't. <laughs> I'm not an expert in umami or flavorings, so I can't. All right. My wife, my wife would do better at explaining that because she's way has a way better palate. Is she around? Um, but y- no, you remember
2: she's she's getting a good night's sleep because she's yes. jet lagged. Oh, I remember, but our audience doesn't know. Can you wake her so, up? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's
3: let's do that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, wife. I gave you Mother's Day gift of going to sleep in a whole different building because <laughs> our children keep waking up at three a.m. But let me wake you up for my anime podcast.
0: Yeah. You just just <laughs> Which, go in there actually, and be like,
1: I'll be right. I'll be right back.
0: Uh, Pow! I'm so sorry. I forgot Mother's Day is tomorrow. <laughs> um, so if
1: if you can help me out
0: with this tonight. <laughs> yeah,
1: I I don't want to bother you tomorrow with this because it's your day. Right. <laughs> but tonight, you know, it's 10.50 t- p.m. It's not Mother's Day yet. So anyway. Um, yeah, umami, I would say, really fits the taste palette in Japan uh, and seafood is flavoring is is huge like there's people that go there that our friends have had people come and like stay or even people that have moved there that they've met and like they don't like rice or they don't like fish and they look at them like why did you move here why did you move to japan (laughs) where every house has a rice cooker where everybody eats fish there's like a like in the oven there's a little thing you slide out and it's for frying fish it's designated for, fr- I mean, wow. our, our friends use it for toasting bread, but you know, that's what it's for originally. <laughs> um, so and if you don't, if you don't like fish, if you're just visiting for a week, that's fine. But if you're going to move to Japan, you probably should like fish and like rice. I'm just going to say that you'll, you'll struggle. Um, because veggies and fruit over there are real expensive. Ooh. A slight, a healthy slice of watermelon. Like, you know, you, it's a summertime and you you carve out a nice slice of watermelon, one of those slices will cost you like eight to nine dollars in Japan in the mm. grocery store. It's like a slice of it, it be like eight bucks. I was just at the grocery store and a, a whole watermelon was like six dollars. Mm. So that's crazy.
0: Man, it's a shame.
1: It is, but they're very discriminatory against watermelons. So it's probably just that. Just kidding. (laughs) They're not. They actually have square watermelon. Really? They do have square watermelon over there. It's mainly decorative, but it does exist. Okay. Last thing about this anime related, unless you all have more questions. I did go to an onsen.
2: Oh, nice.
1: Which is a public
2: bath. Oh, is,
1: nice! Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ben's like, "What the heck is an onsen?" <laughs> so onsens are a huge part of Japanese culture, and they are in animes. So most notably for you two, um, they're in Tokyo Avengers. If you remember, they Mikey,
3: take <laughs> yeah, and
1: they like they like uh, take takumi. Akamichi to a onsen. But then most recently at the end of season six of My Hero Academia, no spoilers, the very last episode, they wash him down in an onsen because they say he smells bad. That's an onsen. Mm. You know, like the whole bath scene that they have, and they're like soaking in the tub. That's an onsen, but it's just private at like a school. It's not like you go to a public one. So this was an interesting experience because it's a public bath. It's more like a spa for those that are like freaking out that this is like a bathtub. It's more like a spa experience, but it is a bunch of dudes in my case because they're separated men and women uh, just Ah. naked, just (laughs) naked, but naked.
2: Did you have to cover up your tattoos?
1: I did have to cover up my tattoos, (laughs) and I I still was a little sketched out. I was still worried I was going to offend someone because the onsen we went to didn't specifically say, we're okay with tattoos if you cover them up. They just kind of didn't have anything about it. Mm. So we kind of went with the don't ask, don't tell, and covered up my tattoos with um, bandages. But the bandages were a little bit see-through when they got wet. So Uh there is this thing that's common in this culture, on oh, scene culture, you can have a modesty towel. So if you want to cover up yourself, you know, which parts of yourself I'm talking about, you can you can do that. But it, it's truly like a personal preference. Like it is not weird that everybody is naked there because this is such a cultural thing. It's not like you go to the Y and you're like, there's this one naked dude and everybody else has some swim <laughs> trunks. And you're just like, yeah. why are you naked, man? Because in the States, that's weird. Or everybody else is naked and you're the one guy with swim trunks. And you're, everyone's like, why are you so weirded out by naked people? Because um, it's a big deal in this setting. But then in Japan, this is just part of the culture. So I went to it and that I used my modesty towel. I would put cold water on it to keep myself from overheating. And I would put it on my neck and over my shoulders and cover my tattoos that way. Because all my shoulders are on my... Right, all, right below my shoulder or all my tattoos sorry right below my shoulders <laughs> I just misspoke
2: horribly all, my, all of my shoulders.
1: Um, <laughs> all my shoulders <laughs> but what you do is you go in and just like in Tokyo Avengers you sit on this little stool and you take like you give yourself a shower just to get all the dirt off you because the bath is more of like a sulfuric mineral bath like a hot it's a hot spring it's yeah hot was spring. your was it it's a not natural? actually
2: a bath? Was your, the one you went to, was it a so natural the, one or was it man-made?
1: It was a natural. Yes. Um, now, the, the structure is man-made, but underneath is the right. hot spring. And so the water that gets piped up, um, I found this out. You actually, have to, you actually have to pay extra as an onsen um, to be certified as a natural hot spring. And you have a sign that says, this is a natural hot spring. And you can't forge that sign. So mm. people come there because this is not like – there's another name – if it's not natural and onsen is natural. And there's another name if it's like man-made oh, okay. min- mineral water. Yeah. So the, the word so the specific
2: you, word onsen is for natural hot springs. Yes.
1: Oh. Yes. And so when you walked in, you took the shower and then you went to the, the baths and there's, there was three baths indoors and they had like jets and stuff. And it was kind of like this humongous jacuzzi um, or just really hot, like spa water. Or you could go outside. Obviously, it's enclosed. You're not like open to the public. Um, But the breeze outside is amazing because the water is super duper hot. So you can sit like with your your body kind of half out of the water and get like a cooling breeze going on you. That's where we spent most of the time, me and my friend that I went with. Um, And there's also saunas there. There was two saunas you could go to um, down below on the bottom level once you came out and like got your clothes back on and went downstairs there's place because it's kind of a family thing like all the whole family will go there'll be like three generations there grandpa son and then the grandson and then the women are over here and the men are over here and then we meet downstairs and we have dinner there's an arcade Uh, i played mario kart at the arcade there that was so freaking fun nice so freaking fun just popped in like a dollar and played mario kart on the arcade that was amazing wow um that was a fun time but the onsen was an experience. It was very accurate to how anime describes it, except as you can expect, everything is respectful and quiet. It's not loud. There's no dunking. There's no splashing. It's <laughs> very quiet. It's very respectful. People watch the news there. So like one of them had like the news <laughs> playing and everyone's just chilling and like watching the evening news. Um, that was fascinating to me that everyone's just chilling there and, watching the news, you typically don't go by yourself. You actually go with people. And there's a phrase that says, it's something like, if you go with a friend, there's no returning to the point in your relationship before an announcing. Like, it's like you've passed a point. You've, you've hit a marker and you're like more intimate friends now because you've seen each other naked. I, I feel like I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So Ben you would have a hard time going to an onsen and covering up your tattoos because you have so. Many. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not saying for your comfort level. Not my other
0: my other your... issues would be fine though, yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, they would
1: be fine. Um, but if we if we went to a like if if uh, if we all three went, there's a bunch of touristy areas where they just straight up say like, "Hey, we're fine with tattoos because we have a lot of foreigners. It's totally fine." It's also kind of changing culturally. Um, People are more accepting of tattoos, especially now that they've had like more Olympic games and stuff there. They see more foreigners. So like, oh, foreigners have tattoos. They're not all crime, mafia, Yakuza people. So yeah. Wow. I just feel like I talked for like an hour, but that was, that was my Japan experience. I have a question. Nutshell. Yeah. Uh, I guess the green shirt.
0: Thank you. So, I know your daughter got shushed, shushed, shushed. <laughs> shushed. You were worried about Shush. the tattoos and the uh, the, what was it called? Unson? Mm-hmm. onsen,
1: <laughs> onsen,
0: onsen. Uh, so my question is: Was there anything more taboo you did, or any like? moment where you're really embarrassed because of something you said or any, oh. anything like that
1: Ah, oh, now i'm thirsty yes i know right um so i did have a, a moment like where i met you're asking did i make a cultural mistake or did i like regret that i did something
0: yeah 100
1: yeah so in the onsen there was these s- fountains of like cold water and they had a little bucket that you could like dip and like pour of yourself. Um I accidentally dunked my modesty towel, which I was using on my head or my shoulders, so I wasn't covering myself with it. Um I put it into the pool to get the cold water. Because in my American brain that's the fastest way to get the whole towel cold so I could stop myself from overheating. And he's like, ooh, we don't do that. Pour it's touched your body like you need to over that's the respectful thing to do so obviously no one said anything to me no one cared um in the sense of i'm a foreigner there the hospitality there is phenomenal so they're very polite they're amazingly hospitable so they probably wouldn't have said anything it's just because i had a friend there that was like hey you broke the rule um Mm. don't do that again and i was like that makes sense and it made sense as soon as he said it i'm like yeah that's gross like i get it um but i didn't think about it so i just did that Other things were like, yeah, loudness. We just kind of hit a point where we didn't care if we were in certain settings. So if we were out in public, like walking on the street or if we were in a park, for sure. Like we just it was too much to try to restrain our two year old who is raised in a Latin and American culture to be quiet. Like she's not Japanese. She's not going to get it. And honestly, we had a hard time in some settings like we're like, it's hard because we are a Latin American family not Latin American, but we're an American and Latin family and we're way more expressive. And so my wife struggled with that a lot because she's Colombian. She's like, this is weird. Like this is really weird that everyone's so quiet. (laughs) Now the one places that they weren't as quiet was actually at the onsen. They weren't loud, but they were more relaxed. So it's like they have settings for different emotions or feelings way of acting. So in public, very quiet, very respectful. At the onsen, it's way more relaxed, more like a family atmosphere. So it's a lot more talking and chit-chatting between friends. It's not so like shh, quiet. And then we went to a, me and my friend after the onsen went to a dive bar. That's just run by a single old dude. And he has a young guy that's the waiter. And he's just the one cooking all the food. So you just kind of order and he brings you the food or whatever he has that day. He'll, he'll cook for you. It's a lot of fish. Um, I almost forgot this. can't believe I forgot this. We went there and, um, well, let me finish this first. At that bar, um, people were very loud. It was like an old man and his wife. A family was there, two guys after work, and it was me and my friend and then this single dude that we ended up meeting who's an older guy in his 50s. Everyone's laughing, having a good time, talking really loud. And I was like, this is weird. This is not how I've experienced things so far because everyone's being very, just kind of upbeat and I was like oh this must be the setting you can be loud in is at dinner or with some drinks around with your friends like this is okay so that's kind of how it is is that was how the the loudness was taken care of um and then I'm trying to think of any more we were very careful to try to be respectful so I wouldn't I don't know that I broke any but I probably did um but we also had a guide everywhere we went so we were kind of you know kind of had cheat um, situation where they would tell us like don't do this do this and we, we had a little bit of help uh, at that restaurant I had raw horse sushi horse if you will hmm. <laughs> oh and
3: <laughs> yeah how uh, was it was it? pretty
1: good it was actually pretty good <laughs> I would not order it like every day it was not as good as beef and it was not as tasty as pork by any means. We had this like pork dish after that. And woof, that was way better. Um, it was, I did it just for the experience. Like to say I've had raw horse for sure. I told pal afterwards and she's like, you could have like died from a disease. Why did you do this? I was like, ah. <laughs> now I can say I've had raw horse. Um, But I had raw horse. So that was a, that was a very interesting. And my friend knew it. He looked at me and he had this mischievous look on his face. and He's like, you want to try raw horse? I was like, what are you? What? It, like I was confused if he had, I had heard him correctly. He's like raw horse. They've got raw horse. You want to try raw horse? I was like, sure. Let's try raw horse yeah. at 10 o'clock at night. Why not? Might as well. It sounds, sounds like fun.
2: Yeah. Why right. not?
1: I'm so, halfway across the world. Might as well.
2: You're talking, talking respect and stuff. Um, I'm sure people bowed to you. Is that correct? Did you get bowed at?
1: Yeah, people people did, not as much as you would think. Okay. Um, but people did. So there was this one moment where we went to a coffee shop and they were roasting some coffee and the lady was super happy. She was we were, you know, foreigners in her shop and she was telling us about it and she's like, "Oh, the coffee of today is Colombia." So we look at each other and we're like, "Oh, that's great." So my wife orders that coffee. We have a cup and then she goes in with her Google Translate and she says, this coffee was really good and I'm Colombian and the lady got so excited, so excited that she was Colombian and that she had her coffee that she had roasted and she was like bowing to her and was just like, Oh, she, I mean, she was talking a mile a minute, in <laughs> Japanese. I
0: had no,
1: idea, no idea what she was saying, but she, her face just like changed. She was so excited. Uh, and she bowed a lot to Powell. Um, smaller little bows are like saying I'm sorry. So there's a phrase that is um, sumimasen, 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 and you, you'll bow a little bit. And that just means like, I'm sorry, or excuse me, pardon me. If you were to bump into someone, um, you would say that. I said it a lot because I had young kids. <laughs> so they would bump into someone or the stroller would hit someone or it would trip somebody and you, oh, sumimasen. And, you, and they, it it just becomes a thing that everybody says, like, <laughs> the waiter is going to take you to the table, but there's a chair that's slightly in the way. Ah, oh, someone was in. And they move the chair. You just hear it like everywhere. The first place I heard it when I got back was in Vinland Saga. I started watching Vinland Saga and he's one of the main characters says it in season two, like three times in a row. I was like, oh, I know what that is. Um, So I don't remember what your original question was, but yeah.
2: Okay, so it wouldn't be culturally taboo if you bowed to anybody. Oh no, they, they wouldn't no, no, be no. like, "What's this gringo doing?" No,
1: no, I okay. bow to people all the time. It's not like a full bow. It like it's it's not like you bow. Oh yeah, I'm all not saying I'm it's not, not like saying you're just perpendicular to the just, ground. I'm just
2: or parallel. No, to
1: no, me. no. But you definitely like incline <laughs> your head all the time. You just like oh, you're just like constantly inclining your head and like leaning forward.
3: Okay. Hmm.
0: all right uh so when you oh i have two questions here well you kind of answered what so you weren't were there many that spoke english
1: so yeah uh in tokyo there's english everywhere Okay. if you like to walk and you don't mind public transportation i would tell everyone that the like if those two categories are okay you should go to tokyo Tokyo is the easiest place for an English-speaking tourist to get around. All the signs are bilingual, all of them. The trains and the public transport will be in English, Japanese, and usually Chinese. So if you speak Chinese, like I know Kolb does, you're good to go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But also, Japanese people, and my friends told me this, they said they're they're not going to speak to you in English, but if push comes to shove, they probably know a lot more English than they let on and sure enough that was true like someone at the convenience store will just talk straight straight at you for like a minute in japanese and i just kind of look at them and shrug and i'm like i don't i don't speak japanese and they will like fumble out and when i say fumble that's kind of even giving like it's, it's like saying it poorly because they actually will use pretty good english but they don't feel confident in their english so they they just kind of haltingly say english to you and you, but you, yet you're like your english is really good like why don't you use it and i think it comes from there's a lot of perfectionism there's a lot of mm. like working to make things perfect culture um high level of discipline and so i wonder if it's a fear of like well if i don't have it perfect i'd rather not use it um which is pretty common anyway when you're learning a language but a lot of people spoke english to me and i always understood what they were trying to say
2: so those those moments in hando hondo where he's doing his random yeah. <laughs> english that he has to do because the, the people that come to his store that's accurate like yeah. it's it sounds pretty oh, good yeah. but it's just a little off and he's just like uh you know I'm yeah. kind of making this up but and...
1: <laughs> yeah okay nice he he makes it up and the the foreigner gets it and he's like oh thank you and then he's like sweating bullets like ah! <laughs> yeah very very accurate That's a great awesome. illustration that, that Ben understands perfectly he
2: does of course I do
0: <laughs> e-, e honda from street fighter right mm-hmm, yep
3: mm-hmm. yeah okay
0: Yep. yeah i figured <laughs> do people greet each other when they like like if you're walking and someone's walking towards you is are there nope. formal you know, do, do, any eye contact or anything
1: nope hardly ever what? i was a weirdo as a foreigner because i would try to no each hi hi everyone (laughs) i mean even just like i would just try to smile and like give a little like you know a little bow of like i recognize that you exist sort of greeting like that's it basic Uh, level what's up yeah like like that (laughs) because in the south you greet everyone you're driving down the street and you pass each other on the road and you're like give the little like finger wave and Cause you're all you're out here in the country, and you got your your trucks, and you got to say hello to Jimmy John down there. Um,
3: <laughs>
1: but <John>. no, <laughs> <laughs> nobody greets each other. Uh, it's a very isolating culture. Everybody's on their phones. Used to be, everyone's on the new reading the newspaper, reading a book. Everybody's on their phones. Uh, old people, young people, kids, all on their phones. Um. Everywhere. It's crazy. Uh, Yeah. Good question. You do not greet people in public. You do if you have a reason to interact. And then they will greet you very well. But not just the random people you pedestrian that you pass on the street. Although, the caveat. Young children. Babies. People will greet babies. They love, like old people, they loved our kids. Loved them.
3: Hmm. Talked to Ex- them, gave them, Except candies, that one lady.
1: gave them sweets. Except that one lady. She yeah, was kind of a jerk. She was kind of one punched her in the face. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah.
0: If you're uh old lady, if you're listening to the podcast right now, <laughs> we we really did we really didn't appreciate that. That's just not <laughs> that's not cool here, it's not cool there.
1: Yeah. Old lady that was in Nirma on bus number sixty yeah, you, at like ten PM. You know who you really are. Need chill. You know you are. Yeah, yeah. You chill out. What shame on you! I was a guest in your country and you shished my one year old.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And if you're you been traveling all day,
0: if you're on that train, you, you know who we're talking about. You know who we're talking about.
1: Because there was like six foreigners. Right. And this is weird.
0: <laughs> so yeah, in my head, I have all these stereotypes, and wow. So offensive. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I have stereotypes. Oh, just stop right there, buddy.
3: <laughs>
0: I have all these things in my head that, and I'm not even talking anime. Just like Japan culture in general. What what kind of things? So I'm gonna take anime off the board. What kind of things okay. did you have in your head that you were expecting to see, or you had pictures in your head, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, that's exactly or Oh my gosh, that's not even close to what I was thinking it was going to be.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Um, The no trash cans thing threw me off, Mm. for one. Um, I think I expected there to be more old buildings. So, you know, Japan is an old, old country. You've got like the shrines and the temples and the old architecture of that. I think I expected there to be more of that, but pretty much it's just normal buildings. Like, you know, and maybe that, you know, that's probably the, the naivete of like, Oh, there's just more oldness mixed in. It's like, no, it's completely modern and there's old buildings. There's old shrines, but it's not like houses are old. Houses are updated and new and, if they're old, they usually get remodeled and stuff like that. So that threw me off. Um, Something that did live up to the stereotype was I, I intentionally looked for like a high school and it was like, whoa, yep, that's exactly what I pictured. I that's what is in Haikyuu. That's what's in Bleach. That's what's in Jujutsu Kaisen. Like it looks exactly the same Do um, kids
2: hang out on the roofs all the time.
1: That is not true that wow. I can tell. <laughs> i don't think they hang out on roofs uh roofs of schools that is right at the school i, I the mean school i didn't roof. go on the roof of a school of uh, a school but uh-huh. from what i've learned i don't think that's accurate mm. um yeah yeah um but yeah I'm trying to think of other ones. Uh, is
2: uh is celebrity culture there different? Because you sent me that picture, uh, or us, the picture of, like, this is one of the co-creators of Pokemon. This is where he lives. Oh, yeah. And I feel like for something that huge, not only in that country, but worldwide, that would be like a tourist hotspot. Like buses of random tourists would be like... Dr- like you think of, like, <laughs> yeah. the Hollywood people. Like, this is where right, right. George Clooney lives. This is where whoever lives like but you're like hey this is this guy's house. I'm just walking by it.
1: Yeah. Right. And there's like and, you said there's like that a little, was little plaque only... there
2: that's like hey this guy created Pokemon. Oh well. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's called what did I say? It was translated like Game Freak and yeah. actually I texted that to our our really terrible friend Christopher R and he was like, "Oh nice, Game Freak is like one of the first developers or something on Pokemon." So that makes sense. Um so, definitely not like in the States, hmm. to answer your question. Yeah, um, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't disagree. Um, I did not see much of a celebrity culture. Uh, most of the ads were anime ads, to be honest. Um, the rest of the ads were pretty normal, just normal people. Not like, they didn't seem like, oh, that's a crazy celebrity. Just like us, oh, it's just a dude making an ad. Um, and to speak to the Pokemon one, I feel like an accurate thing would be like, I don't know, because I mean, ultimately, Pokemon is a kids show, and the reason it's so beloved is because so many generations of people have watched it that now they love it, and their kids love it, and their grandkids love it. And so it's just like this family thing. Like, of course, I love Pokemon. I grew up watching that. So I'm trying to think of like a kid's show that would be like, oh, that's the creator. He lives over there. And you're like, oh, that's cool. But it's a kid's show. You know what I mean? That's probably why. It's not like a hot spot to go tour his house. And plus, Japan is so respectful, like we've talked about, that they are not out here like... Let me bother this dude in his house, uh, if that makes sense. So, no, that, that does would be my sense. guess. Uh, it's not a knowledgeable thing, but it's a guess, at least, based on what I've seen. Yeah. Well, this has gone on a long time. So, do y'all have more questions, or should we wrap it up? <laughs> not, to, not to put a kibosh... On the kibosh.
2: I'll answer. Right. <laughs> no, I, you know, I don't think I have any questions at the moment. I mean, I will think of one in like 10 minutes, but right now I think I'm okay. Right. 10 minutes,
1: you know. Right. Yep. Well, that went on a lot longer than I expected, and I didn't mean to drag it out, but it seemed like y'all had questions, so. That was just good. With it. So, welcome back to the show, me, from being oh, in Tokyo. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Johnny P This has definitely been a, a different uh sort of filler episode with us just talking about uh Japan and anime and how could we not? Eventually we all need the three need to take a trip there. That will be monumental. Mm. We'll make it happen somehow.
0: Seriously. Mm. Oh.
1: If we all three go there, we'll hit all the anime nerdiness that exists. None oh, of yeah. the normal stuff. Why would we go to any other yeah. things?
0: That, my, this would be my expectation. Anime and McDonald's.
1: <laughs> well, the good news is McDonald's is delicious. So we're we, I'm totally fine with that. That'd be fun. Well, we will wrap it up for this evening or this morning, whatever time it is when you're listening. And we hope you've enjoyed this little <laughs> special filler episode that is more about real life than about anime. And uh, we'll see you next week on Three Dads Talking About Anime
0: what do you get when you add two plus one you get, get three dads
2: talking about anime what do you get when three guys love anime you get three
0: dads talking about anime what, what do you get when those three guys, guys love Guys, three guys, guys, start, guys start having, and having kids children dads and so become fathers and each have kids separately went on each to each didn't play separate in ways what happens so you get three dads talking about anime three dads three dads talking about anime